Hi, friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. You go out for your weekly grocery shopping and you're frantically shoveling the food in your cart when your four-year-old is having a massive meltdown. He's kicking and screaming and just going crazy and screaming at other shoppers and everybody's staring at you. You feel your heart is just, you know, pounding in your chest and you are sweating. Does this sound familiar? Does this ever happen to you? Well, guess what? I've experienced it. Where my little one has had an awful meltdown in the public place, where actually once it was at a library. We went to a library and it was, his limits were pushed to so much to the edge that he just decided to just roll on the floor and scream at the library. Like, imagine where you have all these signs, like, silence, please, where your child is just screaming and everybody's just looking at you like, do you not know how to handle your child? Do you not know how to control your child? Right? When you see all that look on uh, other people's faces, it's just like, it's horrible. There is this whole feeling of being ashamed and being questioned for your ability to parent your child. And trust me, it's just so embarrassing. But then what do you do about it, right? That's where the consciousness comes. That's where the modern parenting comes. That's where the conscious parenting comes. For example, well, a few ways. I can either bribe my child. Hey, you know, if you just listen to me, until we get out of the store, I'll get you a candy. You even go to the limit where you actually hand them a candy and be like, you hold on to it until we get in the car and then you can have your candy or chocolate or ice cream or whatever that is. Or you threaten them. You threaten them saying, if you don't behave now, you're not watching TV for the rest of the week. Or if you do this, you're not getting X, Y, and Z. Or you can go about, fine, is this what you want to do? No more vacations this year. Or no more iPad this week. And you take the privileges away. So three ways. We either bribe, we threaten, or we take the privileges away. But does that work? It might work in that moment, the short term, but does that really help you give a long-term solution? Does that give you a guarantee that this will not happen next time? No, because this keeps happening. And by that point, your child learns to negotiate with you, right? Because then they just go on. They think that this is okay behavior. I can get away with this. I can, you know, get a piece of chocolate or I can get whatever I want by just throwing tantrums or, you know, misbehaving in public. Because that triggers or, you know, that's their red button 
So I can just keep pushing. So that doesn't help us. So then what do you do in certain situation? Well, there's a truth hiding behind this. What do you do? Or, you know, the situation is that we parents often play a role in escalating these kind of conflicts. Yes, we don't like to hear that. There's a prevention that we can do, but are we ready for it? Do we want to take responsibility that we are somewhere playing, you know, a role in escalating these kind of behaviors, whether this happens in public or it happens at home? We have some role to play in certain situation and certain behavior. So then, again, what the hell do we do as a parent to make sure that these behaviors don't occur or make sure you know, to handle it where we don't end up damaging our child, where we don't end up going on to traditional parenting route where, you know, we don't do the threatening or bribing or taking the privileges away. Before I say what should you be doing or what can we do in certain situation, let's dissect a little. Let's dissect the situation of like, you know, having a meltdown in public for example, having a meltdown or throwing tantrums. By the way, these are two different things. Tantrums and meltdowns are two different things. But just saying like any of these certain situations where you feel embarrassed or ashamed or people are looking at you for a certain behavior, what do you do in certain situations? So before I, again, before we go what to do, let's dissect the situation because as a scientist, I really believe to look into the situation or just, you know, Open everything up and see what's going on. So let's say we'll take an example of the shopping where your child just, you know, you're at a shopping and you're just frantically putting all this stuff in your cart and your child is just like crying and people are looking at you. What happened here? What happened is, and this is why I say like we play a role in escalating these behaviors and these conflicts is because we kind of forced our agenda onto our child. We didn't pay attention to the warning sign that the child was giving. There are so many things. So behavior is just an iceberg. What's happening underneath is where we need to focus on. So it could be that the child was tired. Could be that the child was hungry. Could be that some of the needs of the child were not met. So like maybe they had conflicts with their siblings at home and he or she was accused or you know demanded an apology whatever right it could be anything there could be so many reasons it's very subjective on the situation so only you as a parent would know what's happening with your child so it's just about going backward and finding out what could have happened but that's a that's that's again the story of you know, what happened? How did this happen? How did this whole, so it's all about prevention, right? For next time. But what do you do if you are in the situation? I have, and this is what I have done. Uh, for example, when this happened in library, I legit just took my child and I just went out. I left my agenda of picking the books and I left my agenda of what I wanted to do at the library. Rather, I chose to you know meet my kids needs which was that he was really tired and he just you know he needed 
some food and he, he needed his own space. And so it's about meeting their needs. If that happens at shopping and this had certainly has happened with us and with us it happens when we have grandma or daddy with us because he knows that he can negotiate with them and so most of the time my response is okay I think you're having a hard time and you are maybe hungry and then I ask are you hungry and then all I get is no I want the toy no I want this and so okay I think you're really having a hard time it's time for us to leave I just leave my my cart there and I just take off that's all I can do because I rather choose to focus on my kids need than to make you know a scene and other people and distract other people or whatever and focus on my agenda no my agenda because as a parent, it's my responsibility to make sure my kids' needs are met. So that's what I would do if I'm in that situation. But to talk about prevention again, make sure we are attuned to our kids' needs. We need to ensure that, let's say, yes, of course, we have, of course, we have to do our groceries and weekend is the only time when I get to do this. I normally do conversations like I prepare my kids before we do anything so my older one is just like he just got into this habit that he he has a habit of asking what to expect because I used to tell him hey this is what we're gonna do and the next is this next is this and that's how I take them and if the day is going to be long or whatever I make sure that you know I grab food for them and whatever the needs are it it all depends on your child's need same thing with my little one. What I have started doing is I tell him ahead of time. So for example, he has this thing like whenever you go to a, sh a store, he wants to buy a toy. Every time you go somewhere, it's because my mother-in-law and my husband gets him the toy whenever they take him out. So he's got into this habit of negotiation, which is another day of topic. I'll share more on it. But I have a habit of weekends is the only time when we all go out to do our grocery shopping as a family. And so I tell him ahead of time, okay, so first stop is Costco. We're going to get a gas. We're going to do our grocery shopping. We are not buying any toys. I'm sure you might see something and you want to get it, but we are done for this month or this week or whatever that is. And so I remind him that we're not buying any toys. And if we go somewhere and if everybody's getting something and, you know, of course, why not them then or if they need something, I give them allowances. So I say, OK, you can if you want, if you really want to buy a toy, your budget is one dollar. So if you find something for one dollar, I will get it for you. So giving them, you know, preparing them for what to expect. It's a solution to avoid these kind of tantrums and meltdowns because now we're preparing them what to expect and at the same time we're meeting their needs. So plan it out, prepare them ahead of time, make sure they're fed, they're well rested and then you can go on with your agenda peacefully and you don't have to you know, feel ashamed or embarrassed in public when people are just... because. That's everybody's job. You know, we just look at each other like, okay. And 
the judgment just comes out or the criticism just comes out. So let's not give other people an opportunity to criticize and create the negative emotions for them and radiate that negative energy to us. And next, you can also give some thought to the situations in your house that are routinely stressful. So like, for example, morning routines where you have the responsibility of, you know, packing the lunches, getting kids ready for and getting them out to the bus or you have to get ready to go to work or whatever your daily routine looks like. I remember six years ago when my son was in kindergarten. And all I used to do is scream in the morning, like, get ready, your bus is going to be here, what do you want for lunch, and blah, blah, blah. And it was just so frustrating, and I was so overwhelmed. Then I had to, again, of course, dissect and see what am I doing wrong, or how can I improve this situation. What I started doing is deciding everything the night before. The clothes that he's going to wear, the lunch that he wants to take, and, you know, working out and putting him to bed early, all these little changes and just, you know, because I felt so disorganized and it was just not helping me or him and there were just meltdowns and tantrums every day in the morning. It didn't work out. It didn't work out, but just putting little efforts the night before worked out well and having the conversations, just preparing the child beforehand what to expect just did wonders and our morning started becoming more peaceful. Now, like in today's state, I have to get two kids, you know, ready. Of course, the little one, I don't have to get ready because his school, he doesn't go to school until 9.30. Me and my older one, we leave the house by 7.15 a.m. And so, but our mornings are so quiet, so peaceful where we both get our readings done. We both get our own things done. We both eat warm breakfast. We take warm lunches. Everything is all set and prepared. Like I legit get to make the fresh lunches in the morning without any screaming and frustrations. And we all eat healthy food and we all are so peaceful and calm before we leave the house. We even practice our affirmations. We have our own routines. We do our prayers. There's so much that we gain in the morning. So number one thing is just, you know, preparing our kids for what to expect. And of course, making sure that their needs are met. And then self-regulations would also help a lot. Understanding that this is if the kid is having, you know, a certain behavior that has nothing to do me as a parent. That has nothing to do with my parenting. So if you feel embarrassed and ashamed by people judging you or criticizing you, know that it's not about you, right? First thing, we don't need to take anything personally. It's just situation and it happens. All we can do is how to handle this next time and just take care of it in the time being. Choose you and choose your child. Self-regulate and then focus on meeting your child's needs. So meet your and your child's need at the same time would make it all better. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising. <laughs>